I gonna do? I All need right, a mic. There's a couple things here. The volume coming from your headphones is either too loud, or you're not projecting your voice to where you have to be up close and personal with the mic. Well, the first thing makes there's no two, sense. There's the two inputs. Makes sense. It's not the volume coming from here that's going in there. It's the volume coming from there that's going in here. It's coming back to you, back to you, right? Oh no! Hang on, no. Jesus <laughs> that makes Christ. no sense. Okay, guys, hold on. I figured out why we are not getting more listeners. We are so professional. <laughs> All right, no, no, you're right because we the only way back feet. is through that. So actually. Plans are optional. We're back. Episode 30. I don't know what that means, but it's a nice round number. Woo! Woo! I'm Andrew. I'm joined by Marty and Neil. Ahoy! The best co-hosts a host of a podcast could have. Damn straight. Mm-hmm. Right. We should get the Three Amigos entrance. You guys remember that movie? No, how's it go? I honestly don't remember, but I just <laughs> want to explain. Why, why should we have why it? Would you why, it would you, why would you suggest something that you don't remember, Marty? Because it just came to me, and I just remember they have a dance, and like they're gonna save a, a Mexican town, and it's a really funny movie. <laughs> I just really wanted to watch. I want to watch Three Amigos now. No one's stopping you, Marty. No one's stopping you. After this. Oh. Well, what's new? Do we have any follows from last week? Oh. Uh, well, looking at the website, mm, we did get the, a few the, things. The website. At the Facebook. The Facebook page, you the mean. The Facebook. Uh, we did get um, the librarian. She posted an article, um, which we were talking about earlier today. And I was like, that's not real. That's not true. And so she sent it today. And it's about uh, thrifty squirrels that store over 200 nuts under a car hood, like in the engine block. Yeah, I, I believe that. Cause mice I, get into engines all the time, yeah. exhaust pipes. I mean, photographer uh, was in for quite a surprise when his wife called him to let him know that there was something wrong with her car. She opened the hood and saw the inside and sent him a picture. The engine block was covered with grass and over 200 walnuts inside. Uh, squirrel was making a cozy nest for winter. Um, yeah. Like, and it's impressive. Like. Yep. Yeah, I've had some. You have to give us a visual dis- description using your words. Well, if you can imagine, you lift your hood. And there's like the engine block, there's the tube and the pipe and everything. And did you say the tube and the pipe? Yeah, the tube, the pipe, the exhaust. <laughs> the, well, Why is it exhaust under the hood? Uh, and sorry, my camera just cut out. So it's anywho. Um, but on top of it, there's all of this grass, and then to make layers, and then there's walnuts that are scattered everywhere there's quite a bit of them all right i'm not sure if that helped any of our listeners picture this but it's important again under your hood take a look keep things running keep them plugged up in the winter yeah get your car winterized winter is coming but uh yeah no definitely electrical issues can start with uh rodents for sure and the engine block does stay warm, so cats and other things will get up in there, and as the temperature drops, they'll want to get get warm. So, just keep that in mind. Yeah, guys, keep that in mind. This is our safety alert podcast. Uh, and another <laughs> thing, uh, it's not going to be our article tonight, but another thing that was brought up. Um, remember that Tide Pods was a thing? Like eating Tide Pods. I remember a brief phase in the history of the world where kids would eat Tide Pods for some reason, yes. So I'm I'm a Scotch fan myself. And the Glenlivet, 
uh, Scotch Company, uh, whiskey disi- whiskey distillers. They are introducing a collection of edible cocktail capsules made from seaweed that have scotch inside of them. So they're like little, like, Tide Pods full of scotch to do tastings with. But they're not Tide Pods. They're whiskey pods. Scotch pods. That doesn't sound pleasant at all. I... I mean, looking at the picture, it, like they have a wood board that they hand you, and there's the different scotches that are on it, and they're like little pillows of scotch. And when I say little, like they're like oh, the size of a pizza pizza roll. You know, the ones that you heat up in the microwave, and you'd see they're cold, or it's like magma, lava. When yeah, you like Tatino's pizza rolls. Yes. It looks like one of those, but um, clear, and you can see the the scotch. It's called that. A, does, that doesn't sound appetizing at all, Marty. Well, would would that deter you from tasting scotch? Yeah, I want the glass. All right, I want to have that experience. Neil, I don't like scotch at all. It's not <laughs> my thing. Never was. It just tastes like burning. <laughs> <laughs> what about peaty do you, do you like peaty scotch i don't even know what that is it's like, more earthy yeah mm, maybe i have to try it i'm always willing to try anything that involves alcohol so i have to give it a go yeah we did get That's you a good drinking, outlook on life we did get you drinking wine the other week for the podcast so that was, maybe we'll get you on a yeah, scotch that, that turned out really well to me the next day <laughs> that was quite a a bad decision I, I think it was one of our better episodes well, at the time it was fun yeah I think I just in, overindulged on that one sacrifice for the show um, so my question on this next one are you uh, like on the rocks or are you a or rock or are you a neat guy how do you prefer your your me, beverage? If I did it, I would definitely go on the rocks. But how for, about you? For me, it depends on what well, liquor, and not not just type, but I mean, they're all different. Some of them I prefer ice and water. Some of them neat. Some just cut with water. That's a very broad question, Marty. It's a it's a broad question because I wanted to open. It was an open-ended question because I wanted an open answer. I didn't. I wasn't specifically looking for something. It's like, how do you take your 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 nicer drinks? However, the fuck I want it right then and there. <laughs> <laughs> Flashbacks to our conversation the other night. <laughs> what, what, what are you talking about? Nothing. Uh, anywho, I'm a Marty. I'm a, you can't. No, you can't just. You can't just say flashback to a conversation, not bring it up. No, you'll cut cut it out. Cut cut this part out. I'm not going to cut this out because I'm tired of cutting out the stupid things you say. Continue with your thought. So I like my uh, my scotch with just one rock. I'm, I like the the one bigger rock. That's was that the conversation the other night? Because I don't remember that at all. Good, because that wasn't the conversation from the. Other. Then what are you talking about? We're good. Anywho, that's uh, that's all the catch. Neil, do you remember the conversation? I don't. Marty, why do you have to make this weird? Have we met? (laughs) (laughs) All right, that's fair. Is there anything else on the Facebook? Weird Marty? No, that's it. It's gonna be your new name, Weird Marty. That's it. What about the the Twitter? Well, on Twitter, we did get a little bit more follow up from the librarian. She's on all the. She's on all the social media. She's our right? number one fan. Let's let's mm-hmm. let's be honest. Let's be honest. Yeah, we number one fan. Appreciate it. Uh, so she went ahead and on three of the books gave her recommendations on why. Um, two of them got five out of fives. One got four out of five. She didn't rate the Robert Jordan book, The Eye of the World. But um, so I'm gonna have you guys take a look at that, and we can decide off the podcast which one. We want to actually go with, 
but I do appreciate her actually fleshing that out a little bit for us. So she did say she fans, wasn't going to put uh, one or two of the recommendations in completely in depth because she didn't want to spoil anything or give a, give any. Um, and that's fine. Things, so that's that's fine. Um, I that's, you know I appreciate her ratings. I appreciate that she gave just a little bit about it rather than a Goodreads dot com link. So either way. Uh, yeah, we can figure that out later, and I think next week we'll have a book to read, and we just read it, pe- you know, paragraph by paragraph, here on the podcast. Can can we do like the Lorax then? No, <sighs> man. But back to what I was saying, talking about fans, and how obviously the librarians probably our number one fan because we spurned another fan of ours. Uh oh. Marty, where's the goddamn shirt? Oh, oh yeah, yeah, no. Where is the um, shirt? So the shirt that Neil question. sent to you like two months ago. Yeah, so uh, the shirt that has my mouse in it and yes. my jacket. Um, <laughs> so remember how I was going to be doing that tough mutter? <laughs> I was like, oh yeah, I should just take that up there then. And then when I we did, had the conversation did, after you decided to dip out that you just send it though, right? And then I was like, I'm going to send that with. Um, one of our mutual friends who is still going to run the Tough Mudder, and then I didn't run into that friend, so I didn't give him or give the friend the item. So your plan was to just randomly run into your delivery friend? Absolutely no planning at all with this, (laughs) Marty. No, I had a plan. I just forgot to send a text a few days before um, the Tough Mudder. I got a little busy with work. So that's on me. When did we say we're going to send this shirt out? When did we have that episode? Like We're 30 episodes into this thing, man. July. <laughs> yeah, no. Uh, so it will be up. I'm going to see you the weekend of the 27th. That's not guaranteed. Yes, it is. Nope, it's not. Yes, it is. Marty, it's not. I'll pay the shipping. God damn it. I have to be in Seattle the few days right after the 27th anyway, so you'll see me regardless. Do I have to? You get to. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so the 27th. So my another joy two weeks. My presence is a joy. All another right. two weeks is nothing. It's already been four months. Right. I'm sorry. I'm sorry, Meredith. <laughs> <laughs> this is going to be the most anticlimactic shirt anyways. <sighs> yeah. Good thing good thing we haven't promised to say anything else. But uh yeah, no, that's all that we have on Twitter. That's it. Okay, yeah. Uh no, this the the shirt's like right in my office. If my camera was working, I would show it to you right now. It's in your office. Yeah. The office that you're in a majority of the week. Yeah, no. I, and I, you had not been reminded to send it off. I didn't say it was right in front of me. It's you cleaned your there. office, Marty. I didn't clean where that shirt was because it's it's in a nice <laughs> little spot that hasn't been touched. You in have a while. an excuse for everything. Yeah. Weird, Marty. All right. Whatever. What about you, Neil? What's new on your social media page? My social media page. I don't really have such a such a thing. Good. Um, Moving on. Yeah, I know. No, I, I I have been spamming the world about my game, trying to fund my Kickstarter that I mentioned last week. We're now at about 25% done. Uh, that's pretty good. But that's two weeks in, so halfway through, one quarter funded. So not looking like, unless we get a big surge, then not looking um, so, like it will So fund. Neil... Not everyone listens to every episode. No, you I know. Should probably I know. pitch um, it out again. Yeah, yeah. My Kickstarter for my my indie game called "Who Stole My Beard." If you look on Kickstarter, you will find it. Um, you can pledge as little as a dollar, or as much as a million dollars. Although realistically, maybe fifty dollars. Um, but yeah, um, it's been a good good response actually, but but just difficult to actually get people to fund and pledge to, to Kickstarters because you've got to market it and so on. So I have been spamming people with that um, on my social media and also doing a number of Reddit posts um, in the community. Not so spammy, but just 
talking about game development type things. Do you know what would give it some popularity on Reddit? What? If you're somehow able to label it as wholesome. And get in slash r wholesome. I don't know if that's an actual subreddit, but it seems like... Yeah, it is. Everyone likes to describe something mildly decent as wholesome. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I mean, it is in honor of my dog that died, um, which is kind, oh, there we go. kind of wholesome. But yeah, you know, maybe I'll try. I tried putting it on like Reddit, subreddits like Indie Game, uh, Game Dev, um, those type of things. And yeah, I got some good responses. I think the thing is that people see something and they're like, yeah, that's cool. Uh, but that doesn't equate to them necessarily really liking it enough to to pledge toward it. And we're only looking for $2,000, so we're not actually quite low in terms of Kickstarter funds, which yeah. sometimes get hundreds of thousands of dollars for games. Um, I saw a cool game on there today, actually. And it's funny because I see someone did a similar thing. They posted their Kickstarter. But I guess they'd already started funding, but it had been live for like seven days. And it was already funded 35,000 euros, um, which is what, 45, 50,000, 50,000 bucks, which is cool for them. (laughs) So, yeah. Well, that's good. I mean, did you did you pledge that at all? That game? Not that one, no. And again, that's the thing, right? Because I, I have pledged to some, um, but you've got to be genuinely interested in it being done. If you don't think it looks very interesting, then understandably, you're not going to pledge. So, yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, I think it's definitely just a matter of marketing. Yeah. Because there's only going to be a certain percentage of people that are going to be into your project or into your game. Whether they would play it at the end product or not, mm-hmm. at this stage of development, you know, you got to... Reach yeah, out. that's the funny thing, like, because there's probably a lot of people that would happily pay $5 when it comes out and it's all wrapped up. Um, but people that pledge, for example, friends and family probably couldn't really care less um, and wouldn't play it when, it when it came out. So it's kind of a catch-22. Look, the gaming community has been burned by pre-orders, all right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, that's the thing. I mean, um, this is, I mean, th- there's been a lot of really successful Kickstarter games as well, though. Um, but I understand that. That's that's something that exists. So, yeah, I get it. Um, in this case, I'll, I'll make it one way or another. It's just whether or not I can. It's kind of like pre-purchasing and just, you know, helping, helping me get some artwork for it. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Well, I'm excited for it to come out. Like I said, I already pledged. I yeah, want to check it out. You. I want to yeah. see how we're incorporated into the game. Yep, Panzer Optional are going to be in the game, so you will get to see a retro 8-bit rendition of us three. <laughs> yeah, I mean, yeah. Just think about it. I could put that put that out on my online dating profiles. Yeah. I'm in a game. That would be amazing. Woo! Be, yeah, people would be so excited. Exactly. Actually, and then boost and, your game. Well, you'll be in the game, but since you also pledge, because by pledging, the $50 pledge gets people um, a plaque of a picture of them or a name or something within the game environment too. So that's actually been the most popular pledge because I think people have said, oh, yeah, that would be cool have my a little picture of me in there or a little NPC character of me or something like that. Well, look so at that. I would pay for that, which I noticed other games do that too. Um, there's a few that, you know, do do that similar thing. But they have to I, limit it, obviously, because there's only so many. <laughs> like, I'm not worried about it because, you know, mine's small, small potatoes, but big games, they would get thousands and they'd never be able to come good on it. No, but on bigger games, they can have a larger buy-in for that a larger amount mm-hmm. for the pledge and yeah of course you know yeah as long as on your pledge you don't promise to give out t-shirts t-shirts no there's no t-shirts why Perfect. not oh because we because the only t-shirt we have is it is at marty's house <laughs> to correct my office. Mm-hmm. to my office and our track record for t-shirt delivery isn't great so oh for one right now yeah it's on plans or optional ground service it's awful absolutely awful but there's a reason why they call it snail mail yeah i just realized plans are optional the acronym p a o 
is an anagrammed acronym of OAP, Old Age Pensioner. Or of OPA, The Experience. Oh, yeah, that's You're good. Done. I like You're it. done. I like it. Yes. And that's Look, coming out. Marty, it's expense. The Experience. It's not like I brought up Stargate, but now that we're on the subject of Stargate. Well, isn't Plans Are <laughs> Optional, PAO, Pow, isn't that a character in like Kung Fu Panda? Yeah, Kung Pao is a is a dish, and um, yeah, but Kung Pao was a movie too, right? It, it was a comedy. Uh, wasn't that a a par- parody, comedy parody of um, martial arts movies? Kung Pao, you remember that? Uh, yeah, but that was POW. Yeah, How right. is the name of the panda? He is yeah. the Kung Fu Panda. Huh. I was right. Marty, no one said you're wrong. So that's kind of right. that's the trajectory of our podcast. Is we're going to be like an understated kind of <laughs> personality <laughs> that doesn't doesn't really fulfill its potential until later in the till it really matters. So Marty, lose your job, <laughs> and then it's going to matter, and we're going to just shoot to stardom <laughs> all the way. Wait, Marty can't lose his job because then where is he going to hold our inventory? You know, our one shirt. That's, yeah, well, after mm-hmm. you send it. <laughs> there'll, be, there'll be room for another shirt. We'll have Perfect. another shirt giveaway. Well, I mean, maybe maybe we should do another shirt competition or giveaway. No, cause... no, Marty, you're no, you cannot suggest another shirt giveaway until you get this one off. Okay. And anyway, our fan has a shirt, so we don't feel, want to give her another shirt. I feel there's a joke in here somewhere. <laughs> but I mean, if I'm going to go and see you, then I could get you to sign the second shirt, and we'd already be two thirds of the way there. And so now, that's oh, that's Jesus great, Christ. That's serious forward planning, right? There. It is, but then that's putting the third leg of the journey in Neil's hands. <laughs> no, in your hands. I did a perfectly fine job of my leg of the journey. No, but if you come up here with a second shirt and I have to send that second shirt off to Neil, he's the third leg of the journey. Mm-hmm. Right, and then I have to forward it. It only took me about four weeks to send the shirt after I had... Well, it took oh, me wow. about two weeks to buy it. Then I put it in my car in my car after I put it in an envelope, and then it sat there for four weeks until I finally <laughs> got to the post office. So between us, we're really killing it. At least, hey man, free shipping. Mine will be free shipping too. Yep. There's no shipping costs here. Don't say that. I was planning on collecting. <laughs> Anyways, where? How do we? Where do we come from? Where? where Stargate. We you're talking Stargate. Well, you're oh, gonna no, say I'd... Stargate or Expanse something. Yeah. Uh, that's just the uh, plans are optional. Pao. I said OPA for the expanse, and then Marty gave me grief, so I thought I'd bring up Stargate just for fun, but I have nothing to say about Stargate right now. No new news in the Stargate community. <laughs> that thing's been dead for a while. <laughs> exactly. What's happening? I don't know. I don't know. You're not on the Stargate Reddit? Yeah, but it doesn't have new news. But, you know, while we're on the general topic... What about the fan know- fiction? The what? The fan fiction. Anybody? I don't know fi- if. I don't think Stargate has fan fiction, and if it does, I'm not a subscriber to that. <laughs> okay, Neil, you were. I interrupted you. I was just going to say, The Expanse uh, season four is was announced to be coming out by the end of the year. I think December fifteenth. I think, which is great. Gives me something yes. to do over Christmas. While I was waiting for you to get your kids in bed, I started watching the first season again just for fun. Mm, I might do that, actually. That'd be good. Yeah. Marty, you have you have time. Have you seen it, Marty? I'm good. What do you mean, what, good? What do you mean you're what good? What does that mean? I'll, I'll get to it when I get to it. Is that, is that a I don't respect your I, opinion? I, <laughs> of TV shows or he's trying to set up a race between 
what happens first? Him watching The Expanse or him delivering the t-shirt? Mm. No. I, he doesn't want a, any clear favorites. I already have a lot of shows I need to get through as it is. Yeah, but good shows. Yeah, but those shows are terrible. The Expanse is amazing. I I think I find some pretty good no, shows. they're terrible. I guarantee you. What are you watching right now that's so good, Marty? Bob's Burgers. Good and Rick and Morty. I'm that's, re-catching up on Rick and Morty because the new season's coming out here. That's the brand new five episodes. Yeah, I applaud you for that one. So, take it back. Um, how much of their time, or how much of your time, do they take? Yeah, they're not very long, are they, Rick and Morty? No, but I also don't have a lot of time to sit down and and watch them i think i only get through maybe one maybe two a night um that's about enough that's probably close to one episode of the expense perfect week and a half you have the first season done no no i (laughs) it is a good show though by the by the time i get through finish the rest of bob's burgers uh Disney Plus is going to be coming out, and then I'll have The Mandalorian. Um, I still need to watch The Good Place, the new season that was put on Netflix. Um, I want to start watching Brooklyn Nine-Nine. I have a list of things dude, that I need to catch I up think on. So, dude, Rick and Morty, okay. But but we're talking about a pretty high-quality show here. Not just some run-of-the-mill Not going to lie, with, with Amazon... It's Amazon who makes it, right? No, no, that's, no. Amazon picked it up after season three when they st- they were running out. They couldn't afford to make it anymore, and that's because, because the production quality was so high. Yeah, so Amazon took it, but they they're not the creative force behind it. it they, they were books. They're books. So who is the creative force behind it? Well, the author originally, and then I don't know uh, which two product. authors. Two authors. Okay. What companies uh, what, what made the show? I don't know. No, it was on the Sci-Fi Channel. Why don't you just go do some research, Marty? God, okay. no one I mean, can please I, does you. That okay, oh, hang on, hang on. I actually do enjoy the Dune miniseries that they came out with in the early two thousands. I like that miniseries. I thought it was very true to Frank Herbert's book. So I did. I did enjoy that, and for the time it was produced, I thought it was great. Um, I did enjoy Battlestar Galactica. I mean, I I do enjoy the sci-fi shows like mm-hmm. the the channel. So now that I know that it's from them, I'm willing to give it more of a, like, yeah, well, maybe I'll watch it. You mean not the two people you've talked to about this show saying it's great and you should watch it. We think you'd like it. <laughs> it took us saying, yeah, I was on fucking. And even then it's like, <laughs> no, instead of saying definitely no, I'll just say no. I'll add it to the Marty list. It'll get the there. Table. It'll get there. Like I'll get to it at some point. I may not get to it until the show's over, but I'll get to it. Are we upsetting you, Marty? No, it's just I have a <laughs> list of things that I also want to try to get to. And yeah, right but this should it's... be put on that list and surpassing most of what's on there. I want to catch up on the good place. The good place. You're is, just naming shows it, now, that one Marty. one rings a bell to me, but I, I think I've flicked by it a few times. Is that an Amazon one or a Netflix one? It's NBC, Kristen Bell, and uh, Ted Danza. Yeah, that's right. I've definitely um, seen the, the pictures. Where before. they go to, they the character dies. They go, they get put in heaven. It's called the Good Place. Okay. And then they actually discover later on that um, they didn't deserve to go to the good place and they were put there by accident and it turns out that um the good place that they're in is actually made to be that their own bad place their own torment so that's the twist and it's like a (laughs) well part of it it's early on because each season's only like 12 episodes long and it's only Only 12 episodes the expanse is only 10 these are half-hour episodes, like it our 20 seemed, minutes. I, I, from seeing the picture, it had the same kind of aesthetic and vibe as something like maybe Dead Like Me and um, what's that other one? Uh, Pushing Daisies or something like that. Mm-hmm. It felt like that kind of thing. I really enjoyed Dead Like Me 
that that's a lot older, but that was that was super fun. I the first season of The Good Place was one of the funniest uh, seasons of television I've watched in a good while. That's high praise. I may have to watch it now just to see how funny like, it is. I, I don't think I've watched something like that since Arrested Development. Hmm. Like, it doesn't, it's not as good as Arrested Development. Arrested Development has, holds a really high place in my in my mind. Um, but it's it's up there with the things that you catch and just and not every episode is great, but um, there's just some things that I, I pick up on that I just that are subtle and nuanced that I just think is utterly hysterical. And I do cool. I do. And I, I watched all of Lucifer because you guys suggested Lucifer. So I did not I, suggest Lucifer. I said, yeah. I mean, it's a. And Andrew said it was just, you know, it's just a procedural sort of... It's entertaining. Guilt, guilty yeah. pleasure type. I, I never said it was good thing. or as good as The Expanse. Yeah. But I took your I took your word on it and I did enjoy it. Like I, as a police you, procedural, You didn't even waste time to do it. You just went straight to it. I don't understand how your list got so big between then and now. I think it because it just popped up on Netflix but right when it was released and it was on the front. And I was like, yeah, I'll try it. And then I just watched the rest Okay, of well, it. why don't you just go on Amazon and try The Expanse? I don't go on Amazon streaming very often. It's like It feels like you have something against Amazon. Uh, really, the only Amazon show that I watch that I would stream would be uh, The Grand Tour. Other than that, I don't really use that app. I don't use Amazon for streaming. Hmm. Well, Marty, you just keep fighting the good fight. We'll wear you down eventually. Like I had to, um, even Hulu. I've been paying for Hulu for a while, and I hadn't logged into Hulu since probably October of last year. Wow, so about you should a year. cancel that. Right, but now I'm back watching Rick and Morty and Bob's Burgers, so I can't really get rid of it now. Um, and then with Disney Plus, <laughs> it's gonna. I'm gonna get Hulu and ESPN with it anyway, and so it's gonna go away when I. It's gonna go away when I'm gonna get it back when I go to Disney Plus. So. Cool. Yeah, I'm Marty, excited. you're helpless. Thank you. No problem. But like I said, keep fighting the good fight. We'll wear you down. I'll get to it when I get to it. How was you guys' weeks? Marty, with all your Bob's Burger watching. I forgot how good early seasons of Bob Burgers was. It's pretty good. I've only, I think I've only seen maybe the first season. In yeah, bits I think and pieces. I, I saw the first one. It felt like something that could have gotten, um, and probably did get a lot better as well once the writers really got into their groove. I think my favorite episode that I've seen, and it's kind of also one of the last episodes I remember watching, was um, the one where they do co-musical productions. One of Working Girl and another one of Die Hard. Nope. I haven't seen that one. And that episode is amazing. It's one of my... I would rate, rate that up there with some of the best Simpsons episodes from the 90s and early 2000s. So I never really watched The Simpsons either, actually. I had a few friends that were really big fans of them. I had nothing against them. I just never really... Oh, I don't even know what time they're on or what channel they're on. Eight o'clock Sunday nights, Fox, and they're still going. You're thirty. See, I'm from a third world country where when I was, <laughs> when I was a kid, no, there was like two kids in the you know in the in the whole grade of like you know at at like kind of middle school, high school, um, who had satellite TV because you couldn't get the Simpsons. Um, when we were super young, um, unless you got like cable, uh, satellite television. So no one really like could watch it, um, except for like three kids or something. And so it wasn't until maybe, you know, I was like 14, 15, that then The Simpsons was eventually being aired on, you know, regular, um, local network stuff. So, uh, yeah, you know, I'm not from, 
But did you start watching it then when you were 14? Yeah, and I had seen some of it through some of these people that had the satellite TV, like maybe at their house or gotten hold of a video, a VHS tape, showing my age there. Um, but yeah. What? VHS. Well, what? What? <laughs> laser disc. No, laser disc was later. Betamax. Cool, though. I love laser disc. They were like huge, right? They were like. Mm-hmm. They were like freaking big, bigger than vinyls, and then you'd like get a video, and it had like three. You'd have you'd get like three, and you'd have to halfway through switch it out and put the next one in, <laughs> or flip it over, or flip it over. Yeah, which actually was quite um, that was quite amazing at the time to be able to flip it over. <laughs> Look how far we've come. I know it is. We've come a long way. Marty, you don't even have to flip over the expanse. Yeah, you, you just, just have to click a button. All right, but anyways, off. how we get back on TV? I don't know. Oh, that's my Weird. Fault. You asked me about my week, and I said, and you asked me about Bob's Burgers, and I said that episode was one of the best ones. Oh, that Marty, that's just a segue. Come on. And no, it's really good. So, um, <laughs> honestly, it was a very long week. Um, for me, school conferences are you ha- like contractually you're you're at the school way late anyway, and it's a long day, and so you're at the school longer. And in my position, parents don't want to talk to me. Nobody comes and talks to me, um, but I have Aww. to be there. And so it's like sitting there that I could be doing something, anything else. So maybe next time you're sitting there. You can have it set up, and we can do a podcast with Marty and conferences. No. That's yep. a horrible idea. You I think it's a great out, idea. You could hand out t-shirts. Yeah. How come they don't want to talk to you? Like, what about the kids? Do the kids come and talk to you, or are there are no kids? Some kids come and talk to me, but it's just, I because what I do, I don't pass out any grades or anything, and so the parents that do come and talk to me, I get like three every time we do a, a conference week. Um, they're just like, want to see about what's going on with the program or they want to introduce themselves and it's like, Hey, your kid's great. Uh, and like, that's it. Like there isn't, I'm not like, well, your kid needs to work on this or anything or like they're re- really into the, like they don't want to do that. Um, cause they're not being graded or anything on the content that I'm providing or the, um, cool. the program. So like, well, maybe no- you should just give out grades. No. Start giving out grades and then t- t- and then the parents will hilarious. come talk to you. <laughs> you should just give the same grade to every kid, no matter what, regardless. Just hand out but, grades. But it can't be like an A or an F. It has to be like ah, B minus. A D. I'll just give Everyone them a, gets a D. <laughs> I'll, no. <laughs> I'll give them a dad joke. <laughs> dad joke. That's definitely a D or below. Um. No, so just a long week, and then uh, one of my programs had a fundraiser, so also a long day supervising kids. What did you guys do for the fundraiser? We washed, uh, we did a car wash, so we pre-sold tickets, and we we brought in about $1,500. Nice. So How much were the tickets for the car wash? 10 bucks. Man, I would have paid that. Yeah. Like, no, it was good. So then you get the ticket, and then you drive up, give the ticket, and then the kids wash your car. And we can do up to four cars. Sounds like at a, a time. standard car wash. Okay, this is not necessarily entirely appropriate, but it, are you talking like they have here where they get the high school girls to wash the cars? No, I'm yeah. going to stop you right there. <laughs> no. Okay, I just wondered. I don't know. I'm asking. I'm not saying I. Well, yes. Wait, hold on, Neil. Yes. What are you talking about? Yes, there's high school girls, boys. There's eighth graders. <laughs> like so, it's a mix. But it's not flagrantly because that's what they no, do. Right? They do do no. that some places where they just flagrantly get four or five high school girls no. to wear like wet t-shirts and come no. and wash people's cars in the sun. No. It's like huh. this is not California. I thought that's something that was like only in movies. No, it's, it it really happens, man. Bring Wild. it on! Bring it on! Yeah. Usually, Anywho. when it's super hot, right? did you get not- your car washed, Marty? Yeah, I I, I did. How'd it come out? Uh, first time okay. 
they missed a spot or two, so I, I made the afternoon crew wash it again. You sent it back. <laughs> <laughs> Two for one. That's fantastic. Well, you know, you gotta keep them busy. Okay, yeah. you can't. You can't let their can't let their towels. <laughs> what kind of shitty job <laughs> is this? Wash it again. It's greater. <laughs> no, it's just they they sometimes get a little distracted or tired, and um, they just. You, you, no, you're, right. you're you're looking at things at the light and you're like, huh, they there's that whole like spot that didn't get scrubbed down. Gotta keep so, them on point. Mm-hmm. Keep them working. You're the kind of guy that would be playing music during one of these events. What kind of music did you put on? <laughs> what does that even mean? You're the kind, you're uh, the kind I played uh my eighties playlist, my totally radical playlist. Um so all eighties music. It was good. Kids, kids enjoyed it. They were actually requesting like Billy Joel and some other stuff. Um, I played a Billy Joel song, uh, "Why Should I Worry" from Oliver and Company, and they were like, "What? What is this? I haven't heard this Billy Joel song." So, Disney make a remake of Oliver and Company. So you wet, you you blew their minds with some new tunes. Mm-hmm. Anywho, that was my week, um, and I know we want to make this shorter than our than regular, so I'm going to move on. We're cutting off your article, Marty. No, it's a good article. <laughs> we it's already talked gr- about two articles. It's a great yeah, article. Marty, what more do you want? Talk about your week, Neil. I already gave a kind of a summary. I've been, aside from spamming people and trying to beg for money, uh i've been doing kids i I did what i maybe i'll share the story i shared with you guys before the podcast about my evening today my wife has gone to new york for work i'm looking after my children uh i'm eating dinner yeah there's the whole thing when you're doing it on your own what's the dad dinner when you're on your own well actually so get this so i got up this morning because this is usually how it works when she's gone for four days the first day i'm super on top of it I like. I, I was up at like six. The kids were up. Um, their lunches were ready. That I I tidied the house. Everything was good. Like the dishwasher was loaded. The whole thing, the whole domestic thing. And I'm standing there, and I'm like, you know what? I'm gonna chop some vegetables, put some stuff in the in the slow cooker. So when I get home tonight, nice chicken noodle, shredded chicken uh, soup already. So I'm super like you know prepared. I'm just like an yeah. awesome yeah. And trust me, after day one, it goes downhill. Tomorrow it'll be pizza. <laughs> we'll be dragging our asses out of bed at eight a.m. Trying late for school, and, but I always start with great intentions. And this is why I'm about to tell you why, because you'll see how it works. So I get the kids back from school, pick them up, do do all the stuff, get the meeting, and it's kind of getting late. And so I'm like, look, I, I haven't had any time, and take a quick shower. And I could, and they were already fussing and fighting, and God knows what. And I'm like, can you guys just sit down and stay at the table while I'm not here for ten minutes without incident, without fighting, without any screaming, without anyone getting hurt? That's all I want. <laughs> That's yeah, asking a lot, man. It's, it's, is it? Is it though? Is it really? Did you I put mean, anything in their hands to they entertain had food. themselves? They were eating. They were eating food. Ten, oh, okay, ten right, minutes right. is like. A quarter of an uh, expanse episode of the expanse. It's like a quarter of an. You eternity. wouldn't know. You've never watched it, Marty. Stay yeah. out of this. But anyway, so they did this, and um, so I'm coming out of the shower, about to go downstairs, and then all of a sudden, I hear this scream. The kids running up, going, "Dad, help!" And I look at my daughter, and her mouth is bleeding, and I'm like, "What happened?" And so basically she had got up and they weren't fighting but they're they're just on top of each other all the time and her brother's head had smacked into the bottom of her jaw which caused her to bite on her own tongue and the tongue was just bleeding everywhere and i'm just like guys you know i mean she's fine right although i did have to look it up because it it takes longer apparently for your tongue to stop bleeding than like skin and stuff Mm-hmm. Um, but the tongue heals really fast after that compared to it. Like your tongue is really fast healing. So by the next day, it's good really, considering yeah. it's in your mouth. 
Yeah, exactly. I, I assume that's why. I don't know the biology behind it. But anyway, so then I'm just like, oh my good, you know, good God. And then that's I don't know what to say. So the, then the wife calls. How old the kids? Oh yeah, great. Yeah, <laughs> it's all going so great. Oh yeah, Marty. Marty's like, hey, what's the status for tonight? You know, to record this podcast, and we just get this message back from Neil. I won't be on for at least another hour. And that was that was before anything bad had happened. That was just because <laughs> that's just because I knew it would it takes that long to, you know, wrangle uh, them. Yeah. TJ don't ever listen to this podcast. <laughs> she she, don't she worry, knows. She I, I doesn't. already told her that um that the cuz she was like how are the kids? I'm like, well, one of them has a bleeding mouth and cut her you, you can't like, keep that kind of stuff from a significant other no, of course or not. your wife because yeah. the kid just tells everything. And it's not like it's my fault. It's not, I'm not going to get yeah, in trouble for it. Yeah, nothing bad. Yeah. But actually, it's a funny story. You mentioned that. My, um, my wife was at a birthday party yesterday and someone we know, one of the kids of the other kids at school, started complaining about her husband. And uh, I'm like, why? What, what happened? She says, well, he texted her while she was at the party with their son and her husband had stayed home with their younger daughter and he goes oh i'm so proud of uh, our daughter and she's like why and he's like because she fell in the pool and um was able to swim back to the side all on her own and she's like four or something and she was like wow how did she fall in the pool he goes i don't know i wasn't watching <laughs> and she was like oh my god <laughs> you know at least he was honest but wow oh no yeah it's all Fun and games, but anyways, my week was my week is watching kids and working and stuff. All right, Andrew, how about you? Yeah. <laughs> okay, Marty, moving along, move on. Yeah, Marty, you can't just cut him off like that. Yeah. All right. All right. All right he lives in quiet. LA. He drives in traffic. He's used to it. Damn. Oh, rude. Look, Marty, you just gotta let this let this go, okay? But no, my week was uh it was good. So I went and I saw the Shook Twins in concert. That was really good. And uh you know how I was telling you last week I had all these plans of going out and then I fell asleep? Yeah. Yeah. That came to bite me back uh in the ass. So a few weeks back we were making some plans, me and my friends I was supposed to go out with last week, and we we're making plans for Halloween. Going to go to another concert, and because it's Halloween, we're like, "Hey, we should dress up." And I suggested the Wizard of Oz. Have I told you guys this? Nope. No. All right. So I suggested the Wizard of Oz theme. You know, we have a tornado. We could have a house. We could have a smushed witch. You know, all the good stuff. And I wanted to be Toto. I thought I was going to be Toto, and I was going to have like a cardboard box, like a big old lunch basket. Well, that got switched up. While I was asleep. And so now I will be Glinda the Good Witch. <laughs> so I don't, you know, I don't really have to make the costume. So I don't really care either way. But uh, I just, I hope it's not too drafty. But <laughs> we'll find out. You know, I'll let you guys know how that goes. But, you know, that was my week. It was, it was fairly quiet overall, I'd say. You deserve it. I do. Yeah. I do. But it's fine. You know, I think. Oh, <laughs> uh, but anyways, there's not much left to go on there. We can go with Marty's article, and I swear to God, Marty, it better be good. All right, uh, here you go. Are you guys familiar with the video game Flight Simulator? Yeah. Yep. Twenty twenty is coming out. Bing is gonna be providing satellite imagery for it. Yes. So. Flight Simulator, Flight Simulator 2020 um, is coming out here in the near future. Um, Probably in 2020. So the beta starts later this month. Uh, later, it's like not next, not this coming week, but the next week. So after you listen to this, uh, it'll be coming up real soon. Unless uh, you don't listen to this when it comes out, which is entirely possible. Our listeners are wait every week. For our new episode. That's a lie. Continue. <laughs> so Flight Simulator is the premier uh, 
simulation software game, video game uh, for amateur flyers across the world. And this one is setting up to be amazing. Microsoft with uh, a couple of their Bing satellites and some technology that they've come up with, they've taken global scans of the world and like really accurate, so accurate that they have two petabytes of data. Neil, how much are, are petabytes? A thousand terabytes. So, two thousand. So a thousand thousand gigabytes. Right. Uh, a lot of gigabytes. a lot of data, and that includes over two million cities and forty five hundred airports, of roads and mountains and everything else. Uh, details on land, and when you play the game, it's going to real time update using the Microsoft servers. And you so, mean you're not just going to get a game that's two petabytes? No, it will. Um, it will have stuff that will. You won't have to be online for it to update and constantly update. So well, there's that'll be a, two petabytes of data for the entire world. You'll only be playing in a small portion of it at any right. given time. Correct. Not if you're going across the world. So yeah, you, even then, you only have to see the little bit that is facing out of the plane. Well, that's what you think. <laughs> well, and this is awesome because they're also including real-time VFRs that you would actually use in flying um, and the rules. And then also, so it gives you real landmarks and everything else that you can control. And then uh, with the software, I mean, you have a wider range of planes to use and take off with and do whatever you need to do. There'll be birds and other things in the sky. They're also um, making sure that um, like the color of the roofs and like buildings and what like the, they're accurate too. And they're, like they'll that's going to be based off the satellite imagery. Yeah. But I mean, previous games had VFRs as well. I mean, a lot of people set up SIM communities where they'd have full on air traffic control flight patterns, you know, know, it's pretty involved community. Mm -hmm. So uh, what do you guys think of this? You guys are gamers. Are you going to get in on this flight simulator 2020? They still haven't announced what it's going to take to run it. I don't think it'll be too labor intensive, but that's still something they've never released or talked about. So any promises they have right now, I'm not putting a lot of money on them. Well, it's the alpha that's coming out. Alpha, yeah, I believe it's the alpha that's going to be available in the. You said beta before. Beta, beta's going to be. Don't change your story, Marty. Anyways, like I said, I'm not going to put a lot of stock in it until I actually see what it's going to take to run it as far as system specs. I think it'd be cool. You know, I used to play a lot of flight simulators when I was a kid. Um, uh, Dad was really big into them, but uh, I haven't played one probably for about. 20 years now mm-hmm. so it's been a while i mean i'm kind of in the same vein they were they were fun back in the day but my issue is i think it's great and you never know maybe maybe if it gets like super well received it's worth playing but for me games are i don't want to fly around in a plane he wants like to it, fly around in a car i want to fly yeah fly around in a car or, or a, a spaceship Something I can't do in real life. Not that I can fly a real plane because I'm not qualified and I don't have a plane. Um, but still, um, you know. But it does sound cool. I do think it sounds really cool, especially for people that l- like that sort of thing. Yeah. I mean, I mean, my, my friend mentioned to me the other day that they went to um, a VR place and they had a flight simulator VR set up, um, which is very realistic and... I think in VR it'd be really fun. Did uh, so you say that this was in VR as well? This is they not, better. This is not going to support VR. It's not. Oh, no, they haven't said it does or doesn't yet. Oh, uh, when I was doing more research on this, it, I believe it. I saw that it's not going to support VR. That's a very poor move on Microsoft's part. It just I mean, might. It just it. might be too much of uh, for the, like the system to handle. 
No, well, furthermore, I mean, not just that. I mean, they have to ask themselves if it's going to pay if it's going to pay off because it's not absolutely would pay off. VR is not that um, in in the home. It's it's just not. It doesn't have that much reach yet, does it? It is pretty finicky. Um, I mean, I I think it could. I mean, almost everybody has a desk chair, and you know, when you're piloting, you're sitting down. So, I mean, it could have. Uh, I think it's a poor move not to implement VR into the game, Um, especially when they don't have, I mean, they have Flight Simulator X that they came out with. But I mean, as far as these major updates that they have, they don't have them every year. It's not like they can just next year put it in 2021 because they won't have a 2021, you know. I'd say catch the technology now while you can. Hmm. But I was going to say as far as VR goes um, or simulators, I had a chance once to be in a simulator at Southwest Airlines because they have, you know, these full-on pods that they'll put their pilots in for simulation mm-hmm. and have it on hydraulic, um, on hydraulics. So move around and you're able to fly around, you know, out of all the real world airports just for training and such. So I got to sit in one of those one time and fly out of the local airport here and go over where I work. And I thought that was pretty neat. That's cool. Yeah. You didn't crash? I wasn't flying. <laughs> Have you ever done the the um the ones at uh the Museum of Flight over by Boeing Boeing Field? Mm, no. Those ones like you can control different like uh fighters and whatnot and have a gunner in there. And like it does like a full like three sixty. So you can be inverted. Oh, I'm gonna have to try that out. Yeah, it's pretty fun. But but no, I, I I'm excited to see what comes of this game. I think VR not having VR is kind of a it's a poor choice, but I don't think it's necessarily gonna ruin the game. I'm I'm just really excited and like shocked. What are you that, excited about? That it has over forty five hundred airports every road, every mountain on the planet, like they've done uh, extensive scanning to make this as accurate as possible and to update real time as you're flying through different parts. So, I mean, some people are familiar with as you're playing a game, your the game plays with what your field of vision is and then it will re um, make up what, so it's not processing everything that you can't see. Um, but then when you turn the camera, it will make and keep things going. So Redraw it. Yeah, yeah redraw it. And so, I mean, this is going to be something similar, but this is just uh, um, like blowing that off the, off the hinges of just how awesome and how the world is a very large place. And that's... Really? Yeah. Well, it's... <laughs> I there's been plenty of satellite imagery for a while now, and so the fact that they're gonna be using that is cool. Um, I'm not sure what they're using for, because you know the satellite imagery that's all it is. I'm not sure what they're using for the digital elevation models or or what. But I mean, there's plenty of data out there. It's just a matter of finding it and putting it in. So I'm I'm excited to see what it looks like. I think there's also talk about the weather effects in it. Do you read much about that? Yes. So it and will the weather modeling. It will have that as well. Um, there will be um, uh, aerial f- of um, creatures and other things as well. So birds and aerial other... creatures. Well, there'll be other things in the air as well. So you'll interact with other airplanes and air fauna. You know, clouds and whatever else is up there. I don't know. I just, <laughs> I'm really, I'm really excited. I thought this was really fascinating. I haven't played a flight simulator since uh, my dad had one on this computer in the early nineties. All right, all right. So if you if you pick up this this uh, flight simulator, what's your first flight, and what what plane? I don't even know what they offer anymore. I mean, not gonna lie, I would probably do like Top Gun Channel Light. Channel Tom Cruise, F-16 okay. Tomcat. I mean, but who doesn't want to fly a flying fortress? 
are they Enola Gay? And like, are a Blackbird SR seventy one? Ooh, or Stealth Bomber B two? Ooh. But where, where, where are you coming from? Where are you going? I don't know. I'd, I'd like to fly over Europe. I mean, you mean you're not going to fly over and see if your house is there first? No. You're not going to take a B-2 bomber out of southeastern Washington? No. Come on. There's nothing here. But, you know, fly it over Seattle and just see kind of how accurate it is. Like, heck yeah, I would. Like, that's going to be an awesome... awesome well, you, Neil, where feature. would you... Where's your first flight? Ah. Uh, hmm. I don't know. Grand Canyon, maybe? Something like that. Well... I mean, assuming they do have some sort of digital elevation model, I wonder if you fly into the Grand Canyon. Right. Go That'd through, be fun. Go through it, like Star Fox style, and start blowing shit Like a pod up. racer. Yeah. Do a barrel yeah. roll. All right. If they have multiplayer, we should play together. Yeah. I'm sure someone <laughs> can be in the gunner. <laughs> I don't... It's It's a flight simulator. It's not a... It's not going to really have guns, Marty. I bet someone can be in the gunner. Marty, you're in your own plane. You're kicked off this flight. Get your shitty joke out of the way. Uh, <laughs> what did the magician say when he made the rabbit disappear? Um, oh, God. No. Hair today. Hair today. Gone tomorrow. Hmm. It's, it's funny, because... I'm bald. Okay. <laughs> That's it for this week, guys. That's it. Tune in That's next enough. week.